another blurry hysteria. What's up, everybody? I'm David. <laughs> and I'm shaking from that uh, once again. Ooh! If I'd been drinking from the toilet at the time, I may have been killed. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, going on, Brent? Rain. It's been beautiful. It's been in the 70s, and now it's raining. So, hmm. it's yeah, it's been a... It's been an interesting, it was cold, cold, cold. We were in the thirties and it warmed back up, you know, and like, do I need to dig out my shorts again? Of course, because I'm that guy, but it's been nice. (laughs) And then last weekend we did the, uh, Chicago vampire ball, Mm -hmm. which was a blast. So just been a fun, trying to make the most of fall weather while we can. And then uh, this weekend we are going to a costume party for Halloween. What you got going on? Anything? Cool. Um, not nearly that much stuff. I'm, uh, <laughs> two things, well, as... not nearly that much. <laughs> <laughs> two things weeks apart. Nope. <laughs> Forget that. <laughs> I, um, uh, as we record this, I'm in the midst of, uh, researching for the next, uh, Blair photos episode. Uh, that's taken up a lot of time cause I'm doing a lot of book reading and it's just slow going. Um, and then <laughs> most of that is because he reads like. Really, really slow. I read the... at a second grade level. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, let's see. What else? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have any plans really for um, this Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, so, ours yeah, sounds, it's... we're not doing anything crazy. We're going to our local bar that we always go to. This just happens to be having a costume contest like they do every year. So I might have oversold it a little bit. <laughs> I I don't even have a costume planned for this year. I don't I don't have anything. Uh, what are you guys going to go as? Uh, so we are doing vampires again, I think, but we're doing a slightly different uh, than we did for the vampires ball um, because th- this You're doing year the Twilight is like, vampires. Yes, I'm just I'm what I'm doing is I'm going shirtless and and Lisa's going to spray me down and and pour uh, glitter all over me. <laughs> right. So I, I'm one of the Twilight vampires in the sun. <laughs> She's, she just turned and looked at me and sh- she's shaking her head slowly. And that bothers me more than like a slow clap or anything else she could have done. <laughs> What's it mean when they spit on the floor and we have a carpet? Does that matter? Does that matter? I don't know. I'm so confused. <laughs> now, uh, um, yeah, we, uh, we were, we looked at a few things I was going for. I really want to do princess Vespa and barf, uh, but, uh, we, we put that one off till next year, I think. So. Yeah, that that'll take some some doing. I've well, been, I got a lot of the, the things. bar part. I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you? I, well, no, I don't have the jumper, but I got everything else. Ah, so, but yeah, that's an important part. It is. Yeah, never underestimate a good jumper. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a good costume pair, though. Yeah, I know it'll be fun. It'll be fun. But I'm a fat guy, you know. There's only so many things I can go as, and they're like, "Hey, look, that's a fat version of." That's the one where they go, <laughs> "Oh, that, that's just barf." They don't go, it's fat barf, it's just barf. <laughs> I, I'm laughing so I don't cry. <laughs> right. I'm not laughing with you. Anyway! You. Anyway! <laughs> uh, well, we got a couple of um, weird news stories, uh, as is yeah. the nature with these blurry hysterias. Um I'll go first this week. How about that? Because yours is older than mine or younger than mine. (laughs) (laughs) I've I've given up trying to chronologically date these. If you listen last week, you know that David and counting and and numbers don't get along. So, yeah. Yeah, 
David and numbers. David is a fractal, and <laughs> that's what my brain looks like. Um, no, this one, uh, this one actually comes from uh, a listener. One of the listeners submitted ones. Dan sent this in. Thank you, Dan. This one, this one comes to us from howandwise.com. I don't know why I like that. I like that title. W H Y S, by the way, not W I S E. But this one, um, this one's called Vietnam Gigantic Underground Cave Could Be Habitat to Ancient Reptilian Race. Could be. Quit underselling it and just celebrate it. <laughs> Jesus. I'm kind of surprised they left that door open. Yeah. Um, it's kind of based on an episode of Ancient Aliens. So, you know. Good journalism, but um, are you sure this is Vietnam, not Puma Pungu? <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna crap your pants here. But uh, this place is called Hang Sun Dung, um, or some variation of that that's not American sounding. Um, and it's in Vietnam. It translates as Mountain River Cave, and there are apparently. Um, legends to mysterious sightings of reptilian and gray creatures that come up out of this cave. That's the duo there, man. They're 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 really uh, working on both of them right there. You know. You yep. Yep. That's the throw a tall Nordic in there, and that's the trifecta. <laughs> maybe an avian or two. Yeah. Right. Um, no, we're being serious here. Don't be a dick. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's also apparently legends about um, things that are like winged serpents. Um, they, the article alludes to the seraphim in uh, Kabbalistic mm -hmm. tradition. Well, that goes a couple of different ways. There are seraphim who are many winged angels mm -hmm. who are one of the highest choirs of angels in angelology, mm -hmm. which came about, you know, in medieval times, basically. Right. Uh, Kabbalistic tradition goes back a little bit further. There were winged. I'm. I'm just sorry. I'm going on a little tangent here, just in the first friggin' paragraph, Brent. But um, <laughs> I just want to point out the difference between stuff. There were winged serpents that were um, creatures involved in the Middle East and Egypt and things like that. Uh, seraphs would be one um, translation of it, which roughly gets you to the burning ones in um, uh, Hebrew, um, and there are also the uh, Uriahs or the the winged snakes that were part of Egyptian crowns. You see it often, you know, in conjunction with like Upper or Lower Egypt. One, I think, Upper was symbolized by a serpent. Lower was symbolized by, uh, shoot, what was the other one? Hawk? Um, was it a hawk? Anyways, mm. doesn't matter. Um, Uriahs were uh, or serpents, which were, you know, kind of worshipped uh, in, in some cults at the time. But uh, they also don't know if seraphs, um, winged snakes, were um, necessarily co connected to angels or if it was a way to describe them as being um, either... Um, dangerous or the the bite of whatever this mythological thing right. was <laughs> being right. close to like a, a serpent. So there's your, uh, there's your mm. little cultural history mm. lesson. Um, real quick on angels. Uh, we were talking to someone recently. They were talking about, you know, men and women and they're like, you know, cause the devil, 
uh, you know, it was an angel, but it was definitely a man. And that's why they tempted him. I'm like, where, but like, do we know that? Like, well, he looked like a man. I'm like, actually, I'm pretty sure if he was an angel, he had like 19 eyes and six sets of wings, and they didn't look anything like humans. If you read and see what the, the Bible actually says that angels look like. So we're going to we're gonna have to skim over that one. If you guys have never looked up, look what actual angels look like. It is the shit that will haunt your dreams, <laughs> nightmares, and all that stuff. Anyway. That's and that goes back to the choirs. There's yeah, three all the choirs, choirs of, angels. of angels. There's nine different types, mm-hmm. uh, and the higher you go, the weirder they get. Seraphim so, is the highest choir of angels, I believe. Um, um, I, believe I isn't think it? you're right. Um, gosh, I just did an episode. I did a two part episode. So if you guys are listen are interested in this kind of crap, uh, go listen to Blurry Photos, my angels episode. It's very recent. Um, and we talked about all these things. Seraphim are up there. Cherubim are mm-hmm. horrifying. Um, mm-hmm. Thrones, dominions, like th- those we don't have. It's the higher choirs that we, This is. it's all bullshit. Okay. <laughs> it's all stupid. It's all made up. But the higher, the higher ones are like the wheels within wheel wheels. Those are the ophanim. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, cherubim are like you know, f- they have four different heads. You know, three of them are animalistic. Um, seraphim are just covered in wings, apparently. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah, it's it's incredibly fascinating to to talk about, and I've gone off on a big tangent. Yeah, from this me article. too. Sorry about that. Anyhow, no, no, I, right. Yeah. Um, also, I'm I'm if this hasn't come out yet, I'm researching the origins of the the devil and. That's just a personal adventure he's going on. It doesn't have anything to do with the show. He's trying to find Somebody his real me. father. That <laughs> bastard owes me. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, the there is no. Well, there's two things: the lower lower class angels, angels, archangels, do um, often get described as human looking, mm-hmm. but you know they're the lowest of the low. Um, the devil. <laughs> Satan, Lucifer, whatever, they're all different things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so there wasn't really a description until you get to the fever dream that is Revelation. Right, which, right, you know, yeah. That was written That's, way... Uh, yeah, it, there's, it's it's very interesting, let's just say, and I'm going to put out this episode on the devil and right. talk about the influences and stuff, but um, it's very misogynistic too. Right, so yes, yes. That kind of ties into... <laughs> What you were saying. That's as well. what we were talking about. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but, anyways, let's anyway, get back, back to, to this Vietnam reptilian cave. and the reptilian yeah. monsters. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a big old cave. Uh, it was, it was basically discovered in 1990 uh, by a local there. It's more than 200 meters wide, 150 meters high, and at least six and a half kilo, um, and at least six and a half kilometers long. Wow. They said a, um, a, a New York City block could fit inside. I love it. So found in yeah, 1990. Wow, you know that's. that's and then good. I think they lost it again, and then refound had to refind it. <laughs> wow. But anyways, um, they they explore this place. It's one of these you know like super untouched places left in nature, and and so then they go about saying, well, that that just means it could be um, a place that these humanoid type reptilian things live down there because it's so deep. It's so big. It's a place to come in and out of the, you know, hollow earth or whatever the hell they set up shop. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and uh, and they had the article mentions that U.S. soldiers have told tales of seeing horrific lizard men emerge from uh, this cave. <laughs> I just like to think that lizard men sound like that. That's my lizard man. <laughs> That's why they got their attention. Um, they there's no citation of of any specific account of anybody saying this. Uh, it's always just like, well, there's stories of flying snakes coming in and out of this. There's stories of people seeing reptilians. They're all stories. Um, it also feels like you don't believe that this is, uh, actually inhabited by grays and reptilian aliens. And I don't, I don't know know if it's specifically this spot. But uh, they did say there was a uh, a video, in, I think in 2015, that um, was put on YouTube and claimed to show a picture of a reptilian, um, I guess, appear or, or go in and out of this uh, this cave or something. Um, I don't I, I wouldn't trust any of that as far as I could throw it. And it's digital. So take that to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know so if you anyways, know this or not, but he doesn't have a great arm. He can't throw it very far at all. No, no. I mean, my problem is I can't even pick up the digital stuff, so I got to figure that out. First. Oh, you but, intangibles! Sorry. <laughs> it just there, there. There's all these uh, stories about people. You know, somebody in 1970 spotted something. Well, I heard. Oh, really? I yeah. heard this guy who you will never find, and I can't prove. <laughs> And then you just go, yep. yep. And and then it comes around to, you know, oh, people see this all over the world. Like David Childress mm-hmm. saying that in Cusco and uh, uh, Puma Punku and all that be? stuff. There's all yeah. these serpent deities and tunnel systems and this and that. Uh, it It is interesting. This is uh, one thing I found in my research that serpents aren't um they're they're not evil in every culture in some mm-hmm. cultures they're they're considered right. good and you know even um, bi- um a lot of the biblical accounts the tribes and things and the cults that they worshiped had uh medicinal purposes and that's you know one of the um connections to why you see um the snakes yeah. on the uh pole medical, on the uh, yeah. Yeah, the medical stuff. Um, there's two different kinds of that. I always get them confused. But um, so, anyways, uh, I I don't know how much they're gonna go in here and look at this stuff because it's protected, I think, and and it's hard to get to. And they keep losing um, it. <laughs> they keep losing it. But yeah, I I think they can take tourists there now. But it did say something about it being limited. Like to like a thousand a year or something. Man, that's crazy. Interesting, yeah. but yeah. Well, because they keep losing so many of them to the the reptilians, so you know it's bad for business. Yeah. <laughs> now, if there were something down there, Brent, do you think they that this would be the the logical place to look for them? I mean, I think the caves would be a, a logical place for anything if there's actual subterranean things. But if they are advanced, why would they be using caves and not entrances that are more, uh, you know, like hidden underwater? Yeah, or or hidden like we have underground bases where you don't know that they're there. Yeah, it makes sense a million years ago, mm. but. Uh, 
you know, I feel like uh, if they're that advanced and they're from another planet or were here first and then became uh, able to go to other planets and stuff, why are they still like traipsing through backwoods trying to get into their former homes and stuff like that? Yeah, Far be it for me to pass they, judgment, though. Why aren't they um, just orbiting? Right. You know, hid, hidden or on the other side of the moon or something. Yeah. At that point. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. The dark side <laughs> of the moon. All right. Let's go to break real quick. And when we come back, 63% less reptilians, I promise. Uh, <laughs> not saying none. We'll see. That's a, that's a high <laughs> count. That's coming up after this break on Blurry Hysteria. Nation, what difficulties did you have with learning a new language in school or whenever you did it? Did you do it through textbooks or did you try to use some weird online thing? I know I took two years in high school and two years in college and I knew nothing. And that's because I wasn't using something like what we have been blessed to have as a longtime sponsor and we use it. Rosetta Stone, they're the most trusted language learning program, and it's available on desktop or as an app. And the reason why I enjoy doing it, it immerses you in the language you want to learn instead of just being silly drills and a class you can sleep through. <laughs> I definitely use it. I, I think it's really cool how they have the speech recognition program on there. It gives you the feedback on the pronunciation. Are you making fun stuff. of me because I can never do that? That's what you're getting at right now. That's <laughs> what it, It's like, what are you trying to do? Do it right. <laughs> Uh, but it is really cool. They've got all kinds of lessons. You can do it uh, offline. You don't even have to be online for it. That is great because it's right there in your pocket or at your home and you can do it. You got 15 minutes. Let's go to town. Let's do it. You know, and mm -hmm. it's amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages available for any trips. You need language in life. You need to brush up on stuff. Maybe you just met a girl or a guy or a non-binary and they're from uh, somewhere else. Someone, you know, who knows? Well, if they're in the one of the 25, Rosetta's going to work for you. <laughs> you get lifetime access to all of that. And there is a 50% offer, so it is a steal. So don't put off learning language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Hysteria 51 listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for that 50% off that I just told you about. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, a today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., All right, so we're going from 
less uh, overseas and uh, crazy to more America crazy. Mm. This one comes to us from Aaron Babel. And uh, he, he sent to us, it's actually a case from, uh, originally put it in 2005, and there was a case ruling in uh, November 20th, 2007. And this is an interesting one. Roller versus David Copperfield's Disappearing Ink. So he sent me the case text, which reads, as everyone knows, like stereo instructions, but I'm glad he did this. <laughs> um, case text is never, it's for lawyers. <laughs> And I'm I'm looking up, and I actually was looking online. I found the Voice is a high school newspaper from Irvington High School in Fremont, California, and they had the best write up of this story: uh, Christopher Roller versus David Copperfield. So this comes down to this. So, uh, uh, real quick, this was published. I'm going to tell you on December 30th, 2015, by Caitlin Chin, opinions editor. So well done, Caitlin. You. You scooped all the, uh, the the non-high school journalists out there and did a better job. <laughs> so a $50 million lawsuit was filed, like I said, in 2005, March, um, by Minnesota illusionist Christopher Roller. He accused celebrity magician David Copperfield of infringing, infringing Roller's patent of godly powers by using Roller's said powers to perform magic on stage, real magic, as he said. The patent, which was ultimately denied, stated that Christopher Anthony Roller wants exclusive right to the ethical use and financial gain in the use of godly powers on planet Earth. Hmm. <laughs> uh, wow. Despite that American patent has uh, jurisdiction only in America, uh, <laughs> that's beside the point he wanted on Earth. Uh, citing United States Code 35, Section 271, Roller argued that he could sue based on temporary patent rights. In the statement, Roller said that he would drop the lawsuit if Copperfield showed him the trick with scientific principles that don't defy laws of physics. If Roller deemed that the tricks used his godly powers without his permission, he would demand 10% of Copperfield's earnings. Citing the Minnesota Statute 179.06 for past future commission and compensation, he demanded back pay compensation of over $50 million. Blah, blah, blah. It goes on and on and on. Um, it, it, it included claim. So he said a lot of things. He's going to father 1 million children. He said in this claim, he's married to both NBC news host, Katie Couric and singer Celine Dion. And was going to run for president of the United States in 2008 with Bill Gates, his running mate. This guy is <laughs> crazy. Um, the court surprisingly did not impose sanctions on Roller for his history of frivolous litigation, but the case was dismissed with prejudice, meaning that, uh, they protected Copperfield from future lawsuits against it. And Christopher Roller later alleged that David Copperfield and three other magicians conspired to murder him on the basis of no evidence, though, the court throughout the case. <laughs> surprise, surprise. You got to wonder if this guy actually is just fine in the head and is just doing this as a laugh or mm. as a goof. I don't know. Um, I didn't look into him on purpose, <laughs> but you wonder if it's just like one of those things where he's like, yeah, I'm going to throw this stuff out there just to get my name <laughs> in the paper. Or if he really is, uh, unhinged as it sounds. Yikes. Big yikes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, man. He did ask like, the court to refer to his website to understand his life and journey to godliness. So that's nice. They're like, yeah, can you explain it? Yeah. I got a website. You can go there. <laughs> Yeah, Google it. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that response. Oh. 
<laughs> Though I do like when someone's like, can someone tell me when such and such open and close their hours? I'm like, let me Google that for you. <laughs> That's different when someone wants like a, a specific question like that. Anyway. Well, you know, yes and no. I'm just like, if if we're talking about something and someone's familiar with it, then I'll be like... Oh, I mean more like when they're on Facebook goes, does anyone know the business hours for said business? And that's a post. It's like by the time yeah. you could have just Googled that, but still. You know, I will I will play devil's advocate on that one, though. Uh-oh. Where where I live around here, no one updates their website. Oh, that and happens a lot. You're right. They close right. for tourist seasons. When it's off season, they'll close. And you just, it's a crapshoot when you go to a restaurant or something around here because- Will it be open? Will it be open? You play the game. Will it be open? Will it be <laughs> open? And then an big the dinner, no always no. Big dinner, no whammies. <laughs> <laughs> also, nobody answers their phone. So, you know, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> Answering your phones for suckers. Yeah. Yeah. And they don't have, when they don't answer the phone, it's not their hours being played to you. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just Anyways. To yell, old man yells at clouds. <laughs> TLDR. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Well, that's been our snake filled uh, <laughs> godly powers, maybe, that he roller got from those snake people. I don't know. Maybe he's telling the truth. <laughs> Teach me how you did that. And if it's not real godliness, you can show me how you did it as an illusion <laughs> that I will, I will let it go. <laughs> what a hell of a, a statement. Anyway. Teach me how to Dougie. Teach me, teach me how to teach me how to disappear, <laughs> <laughs> David Copperfield. Everybody uh, picks on David Copperfield. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And his, uh, do you did you watch She Hulk by any chance? Sure. He's like he need, he's like the one guy with a Madison with two ends and a Y, but not oh, where you great. think. <laughs> <laughs> she was great. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't been watching She Hulk, you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? Shame on you. Yeah, it's true. No, it's that's uh, true. I love She-Hulk. I did too. A lot of people hated it. Really? Yeah. I'm just like, you know, it's, it's the, I don't know. There were some real good bits. Yeah. It was silly on purpose and I enjoyed that part of it. So, yeah. yeah. I also like the break in the fourth wall. I, Mm -hmm. I want to see her and, and, um, Deadpool get together. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Plus I got to see Daredevil do a walk of shame. So that was cool. (laughs) That was fun. Yeah. Anyways. All right, kids. That's our thoughts on all sorts of randomness. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Bye. Meeting adjourned. Adjourned.